single Saturday on these airwaves. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Citizen Watch. Mercedes News Talk Station 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Come on! That's your Mercedes. El Nido. Dos Bios. Little town of Gwynn. You're like, where? Gwynn? Where's that? Well, hey, read the Merced County Times and you'll find out. Here we are Saturday morning. Oh, it's down. It's annoying. It's an 8 o'clock hour. What's annoying? Your voice or the music? I don't know. You decide. Hey, here we are. Uh, new content, 8 o'clock. What's today? 29th, April. 2023. Let me turn. Let me gotta get this on. Dave Luna, very competent staff at his disposal at all times. Myself, not so much. I got to rely on me. Me! Used to have a uh, big sign on the door at the police station when you walked out. If it's to be, it's up to me. It's a great thought, but uh, when you need cover, you need cover. I could use some cover sometimes. Let's see what's going on. Hey, baby, love roller coaster. Speaking of the oldies. Not myself, but uh, Dave. Talking about Dave. He's going to be on tonight. Cruising with the big kahuna from 5 to 6. I think he should cruise all night, but with the cost of gas, an hour is about all you can do. It's like mowing your lawn. You know, It costs about $20 now to, uh, to mow 500 square feet of grass with the cost of uh, fuel. And uh, you can switch to electric and uh, charge about four or five times. No, I don't know. I don't have one of those. I have the old gas mower. And let me tell you, with these weeds... Uh, the way they are, my friends, me amigos, amigas, uh, it's a lot of uh, a lot of effort to get through that green grass. I know you can wait till it's dry, but then, then you might start a fire. I had a had a buddy that was doing his place, and that happened too. Boy, he can get away from you really quick, really quick. Uh, a lot of danger out there. A lot of fuel, as they say, especially with all of this green, green grass. Not so bad up in the hills. Went up to Mariposa and stuff. It actually. Well, the warm weather, it uh, it does change. I saw a growth of uh, over a foot on some vines and different uh, plants that I had. You know, it's like spring. There's like, boom, you know, here we are. The bees, hey, come get me. And that's just an amazing time of year, obviously, in the grass, you know, starting to head out. You get all those, uh, all those foxtails. Oh, it's terrible. Animals. Oh, and they're really bad this year. I mean, it is thick, thick. Some of these fields, it looks like, what, are you guys growing hay out there? What is that? A, is that weed? Is that oats? I've learned, I've learned a lot about hay. Anyway, the point being is uh, you gotta, you gotta get rid of the weeds, uh, especially if they're just you know even on the other side of the fence. You know, <laughs> not like that fence is going to be a big fire break. You know, that's probably forty year old, you know, six by six by <laughs> six buys that are uh, you know pretty well seasoned by now. And this hot weather, I can't believe, just run right up to ninety ninety five. It's supposed to cool down, I guess. So I've heard it's supposed to be a little, uh, you know, a sprinkling of rain. I think the major rain is gone. I don't, I don't think the I think the atmospheric rivers are, well, they're not going to be over our head. They're going to be under our feet, the ones that are running now, especially with the snow melt. As you know, they've closed uh, Yosemite, which is a big deal because uh, it's a big park, you know, and 
I was reading something on the news last week, and they said, well, you know, reservations will be refunded electronically. It's like, that's great when you're flying from Germany. You know, you got the backpack, the skis, you're ready to go, and suddenly they have to close the park because of the water of the Merced River. The, Mer- the mighty Merced, the river of mercy that flows through our county, originates up in the high Sierra. The beautiful, pristine waters as they come down and irrigate and provide an economy and a lifestyle like no other. But not this weekend. You can't see it, at least not in Yosemite, in certain parts. And, you know, the flows are expected to be high all summer long. It's just crazy. Did I bring that information? You know, Riverdance Farms, I ran into my favorite. Where is that? I just, I don't know what I did with it. Anyway, Riverdance Farms, they're having a, uh, a little uh, little deal out there where they're going to pick. You know, they have the annual pick fest. And they had to move it a week because, again, the high flows right there around Hagerman Park, that area. And, of course, uh, through the Merced River. If you have seen the flows there, whoo, chihuahua. I don't know how many cubic feet a second are coming there, but if you're, a, if you're a salmon trying to make it up to the dam, forget it. At least this time of year. MID, a wonderful, wonderful organization doing so many good things out there for our community and for our environment. You would listen to this uh, state water board and you think that just out there pillaging the land and the truth is anything but. If there's anybody doing any, if there's anybody doing any pillaging, uh, it's uh, the water board might look in a mirror there when they take a break. That's another uh, huge, huge topic. So many things going on. Again, get after those weeds. Uh, the water has been nice, but it has produced an abundance of a crop. It's too bad we couldn't save some of that water, isn't it? Look at Lake Tulare. They're going to have their own lake down there. Problem is, there's dairy ranches, thousands of head of cattle. They've uh, they've kind of kind of built up that area. I was thinking about Edwards Dry Lake the other day. You know, you always hear about that and Air Force and the testing range and stuff. And of course, of course, the uh, the Great Salt Lake and the uh, Salt Flats which uh, were covered in water at one time. You know, Bonneville, where they race the cars. And you get enough water, falls on the face of the earth. Of course, you know, something in the Bible about that. Everything was floating. I don't know. Anyway, hey, let's go on. So many things, so many things. I kind of was teasing in the openings where I read about towns. You know, Los Banos, El Nido. Uh Gwyn, the long-lost town of Gwyn. And again, I just, I'm not going to talk about the article because I haven't read it. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm going to. Out of my favorite paper, the Merced County Times, the Thursday, April 27th edition. On page 11, exactly where is the long-lost town of Gwyn? I have no idea. Do you think he'll tell me in two paragraphs? Let me see. Uh, let's see. It was a base camp for the Mariposa Battalion. Gwyn was located on Mariposa Creek, and in the late 1840s, there was a water available year-round. Isn't that interesting? Millerton Road. Anyway, somewhere up there. Uh, the point being is Flip Hassett and Jim Cunningham. You talk about guys that really love the community, have been pillars of the community. The Cunningham family, uh, I was showing the Adobe house where the the homesteaders back in the uh, 1800s, uh, you know, put down roots and invested in the community. And I really love these articles. They're periodically in the Merced County Times. I don't know if they're in other publications. If they're not, they're uh, <laughs> great, great reading. I, I don't know why not. It could probably... Almost make a, a small book, hint, hint, uh, of all these articles, uh, kind of a Merced history, if you will, Merced County. I know there's other counties. 
They, uh, they did one the other a uh, few months ago about the road that went from here all the way down to Los Angeles and uh, how it ran along the foothills because, guess what? The valley was uh, marshy, a lot of water. And Lake Tulare is, uh, is rever- you know showing its head again. But uh, again, these articles are just wonderful. But the people that write them, uh, Jim and Flip, uh, Mr. Hassett and Mr. Cunningham, do just a absolutely wonderful job. It's uh, it's a, it's a it's a great treasure to have them in the community and their families. I I really bristle sometimes when I hear these youngsters, these uh, these young uh, socialist Democrats, get up to the microphone and demand equal justice and uh, you know their fair share and. How they're being, uh, you know, uh, you know, the people aren't uh, looking out. You know, the mean farmers, uh, the, the landowners, uh, people that are growing. You know, they're rich and they should share. They've they've made so many investments. They've made uh, so much commitment, so much sweat and toil over the years, over many many decades, and uh, they have it all on the line. They always have. They always will. And they're invested in the community. And these individuals have. Uh, very, very invested in the community, and it's just great to see them take that extra step and just share with everybody else their interest in the community with uh, with these articles. Uh, it would be nice to see some of the younger people uh, writing some articles, but I, I don't see that. Uh, let's go into the uh, Merced City Council meeting. There's so many things to talk about in the brief time we have left. In this hour, of course, we're going to have the bonus half hour. Did I say it's April 29th, 2023? It's almost over, folks. April is almost gone. We're going to go into May. May Day. May Day is going to be uh, Monday, May 1st. A traditional, uh, you know, springtime celebration with this weather. It's like the middle of summer. You know, dance around the Maypole and pass out. No, it's, it's crazy. Really crazy. Anyway, uh, Merced City Council is having a meeting, big meeting, on Monday. The first, isn't that right? Yep, six o'clock. Council chambers over there at uh, six seventy-eight West Eighteenth Street. Some of the uh, items on the agenda: public po- uh, public employee performance evaluation. This is a closed session item. You and I don't get to share that. Just the seven and the city manager. They're going to be uh, looking at giving the eyeball to the city attorney, who, uh, well, you know, I don't know. We've gone through quite a few of those. And I, I still believe we uh, pay quite a bit of money to private, uh, you know, contract attorneys, that sort of thing. But this guy is the guy that usually sits right there next to Matt to the, uh, you know, stage, stage right type of thing. But uh, anyway, he's a nice guy. I don't think this is the same guy that gave the uh, <laughs> the opinion on the Measure C and how many votes it took to get back on the ballot way back when with the previous council. But... They're going to give a performance evaluation to this cat. And then they get into the ceremonial items. This is where uh, Serato, some of the other council members, they take turns. Uh, Proclamation, bike month. Of course, we're big on bikes here, uh, the Bicycle and Pedestrian Advisory Committee. I don't know if there's a pedestrian month. I know the pedestrians take their life in their hands around here, but uh, it is, and even the bicyclists. I mean, quite frankly, some of the potholes around here, you guys, we were talking, I was talking to somebody. Not too long ago, they were a motorcycle rider, and I never really thought about it too much, but I've complained about it a lot. These potholes around here, you know, they'll suck in your whole suspension. It's just uh, amazing. And I was like, you know, if you're a motorcyclist, you hit one of those, and the wheel goes cattywampus or whatever, it's, uh, I don't know, drop a little elevation, you might, you know, scrape the uh, scrape the undercarriage there. It, uh, it's a really, really quite a deal. So bike month. 
God bless you people that are out there riding the, the mean. Uh, I, they've repaired most of the bike paths from what I understand. I have some uh, field reporters out there, and they tell me that uh, all is looking well. So it's amazing what a amazing what a natural disaster put a fire under people's asses. Uh, then we go on reading of all titles. Uh, nobody cares about that. Then we, uh, let's see. Oh, award proposal and approval uh, with Park Planet. Isn't that a cool name for a for people that provide playground equipment? 343000 uh, $343,070.51. You know, could we just, I don't know, 343 even, but... That's not the way these government contracts work. Funding to replace playground equipment at Dennis Chavez Memorial Park, Diego Rivera Park, and Charles Richard Drew Park. Very, very nice playground equipment. Uh, really, really some some really uh, good good improvements. And these are what they call the uh, all-user, you know, where the handicapped folks can go up. Uh, people with disability, with maybe access issues. Uh, even, uh, I think, autistic. Uh, all kinds of different things at these uh, at these structures and that's really you know when you break it down well let's do the MCOA math 343,000 divided by 3 is uh, well, almost $100,000 a park so it's uh, you know it's quite an investment if you will then we go on uh, item I5 this is on the consent calendar nobody will pull these or talk about these and the only reason I do is just to kind of you know show you I mean think they spend a lot of money you know all in a favor yes I I you know just hit the button you know, seven zero. Anyway, and I don't disagree. Sometimes people pull them to, uh, you know, make a point or something. Anyway, award uh, I five award bid to TNS Intermodal Maintenance Inc. Doing business as TNS West for regional park restrooms in the amount of four hundred fifty eight thousand three hundred fifty dollars. And when you read the description, you're like, wow, regional park restrooms. You know, there must be a lot of restrooms. No, it's two. It's uh, going to be over there at Rahilly or Highly. Riley Park and McNamara Park. They're going to get their restrooms to be placed long. <laughs> you talk about needed for, uh, I don't know, a couple of decades. Oh, look at the time. I got to get out of this segment. I can't believe how quick they go. We'll be right back after these brief commercial breaks. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley. Citizen Watch. We'll pick up the uh, agenda in just a moment. You couldn't believe how fast the time goes. What, what's going on here, huh? Who's watching the clock? Hey, here we are. Are we back on? Yee! Yeah, who doesn't love roller coasters? Ah, loving you gets wild, baby. Let me tell you. I wouldn't want to be with any. any hey, here we are. Keep it on the show. Keep it on the showcase. Citizen Watch, second segment. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. KYOS. Uh, uh give the slate there before we get back into the uh, city council agenda and let me put this on pause i tell you to roll with big dave dave big dave the the, the uh, what is <laughs> dave luna the big kahuna you know he's been off this week though I, I don't know i think he'll have a show could be a repeat I, you guys are used to that I really want to thank all my listeners you're so nice 
so nice to me. But uh, point at you know, Lenny, it, I take the hint. I know new content, right? You don't want to lay there. You know the voice of the valley. I know that uh, it reverberates throughout the uh, throughout the house, and you're like, hey, not another repeat. Well, we we aim to please. Here we are, new content. That's right. New content, and of course, a, a new city council meeting coming up, and maybe a new restroom or a series of restrooms over there at uh, Farron's Park. No, excuse me, Rahiley and McNamara. They made the cut. The other two were alternate one. I told you the way they, uh, or maybe I didn't, because I'm running out of the clock and I had to cut a little bit of my uh, my oratory. But uh, I was saying the way that uh, the engineer's estimate was originally uh, six, six 800000 and with all five restrooms, it came in at a million two. It's like, oopsie. So what they do is they just uh, go back and make everything an alternate. You know, pick out one or two restrooms that, uh, you know, they really need. Not that uh, all five aren't a disaster area, but uh, they go ahead and pick out the two uh, worst disasters. And that happened to be Rahiley and McNamara. So the uh, the bid, the base bid, came in at $458,350, which was perfect. Because uh, the engineer, he was uh, he was right in there at 600000 to 700000 Now, here's the rub. Uh, the company, TNS Construction, which was the only one intermodal maintenance, TNS West, excuse me, he's the right name, construction company's fellow contractor. I'm a licensed electrical contractor, so I uh, I love watching, you know, following this stuff. The following is a proposed budget for the project. This is after the uh, the bid. Construction, $458,350. That's a low bid. Contingency. Contingency. 45835 And again, you know, I didn't have to do much here, but my MCOE math tells me. But that's almost 10% of the base bid. And then engineering, testing, and inspection. You know, it's the guy that walks out there, you know, the raised eyebrow. You know, is the dirt compacted? Is it, uh, is that pipe, uh, you know, is it going to flow downhill when we uh, punch the button? $45,835, which again, you know, when you when you study the flashcards long enough, when you look at the, uh, you know, how to spell the words, you're like, those numbers are the same. So 20% contingency brings up the grand total to $550,020, a half a million dollars uh, for a restroom in a park. And so, hey, you wonder why they uh, couldn't do five for uh, five for 900000 Well, because uh, two cost, uh, well, a million twenty. Or excuse me, two uh, five hundred fifty thousand, which is crazy. So they got an alternate for Applegate three hundred seventy-seven thousand, alternate for Ferrens three hundred eighty-four thousand, which brought the total up to about a million two. And uh, if people would look at that, well, that was only for four because the restroom at the airport again was, I think, folded into the new the new terminal project. So the second time they bid it, it was actually higher. Uh, with less restroom. So, uh, again, it was uh, I- I mean, I- interesting to me uh, just to show the cost of construction. And especially when you try to do it for a city or a, a municipality, it's all at what we call Davis-Bacon prevailing wage. Uh, very, very, very expensive per hour, per trade. The book uh, looks like a phone book. Uh, similar paper, very, very thin uh, the writing uh, could be even smaller. A lot of codes, you know, because you have the uh, training fund, you have the uh, widows and orphans, you have the, uh, you know, Christmas bar. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, adders onto the base rate, uh, which pushes some of these trades into, into astronomical numbers per hour. 
Don't even let me get into overtime or hazardous pay. So to put in a restroom at a park coming near you, about 250000 bucks a copy. And uh, so try not to mark them up until, like, I don't know, week two. Okay, here we are. Item I-6, adoption of a resolution agreeing to... We're talking about the Merced City Council meeting going to be held Monday night, by the way, just to bring everybody up to speed in case you just woke up, Lenny. All right, adoption of a resolution agreeing to the increase in cost for the multi-jurisdictional housing element authorizes an increase in cost of $22,000 for more robust community engagement services from the consultant for the multi-jurisdictional housing element, which is abbreviated the MJHE, coincidentally. And you know what they do on these abbreviations? They take the first letter of each word. Anyway, uh, $22,000 for more robust, robust. You know what I think of robust? I don't know. Yeah, robust. Anyway, robust community engagement. So uh, we have robust community engagement here on the air, don't we? You and I. Hmm? So I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, but something. Uh, and don't we have a lot of community engagement about housing already? I mean, every council meeting is dominated by the same voices, the same demands, the same attacks on our building community. Uh, you want to get some robust uh, community engagement bring the dove uh not the uh, axe okay you know you can have a lot of good robust community engagement and probably get 90 percent of what you want without the tactics that are going on now so i don't know uh how they're going to have more more robust community engagement but they're going to give this consultant and again only knows what his base rate is i will promise you it's more than twenty two thousand dollars but they're going to give him another 22k uh, for robust uh, community engagement services. A lot of times these are Facebook things, stuff like that. You know, they get 100, 200 people and they think it's uh, representative of the community. It's not. And neither side is happy, quite frankly. Uh, realtors, boosters, you know, the uh, the who's who, they're not happy. And then the uh, the activists, they want everybody to to think they're right. So, uh, you know, they, they uh, just are not getting the engagement they want. So they're going to spend twenty two grand. And I would uh, only encourage you, uh, to contact the radio station. No, I'm teasing. No, I'm not. But uh, 22000 Come on, you can throw a buck over here, can't you? Keep the lights on. You know, I'm actually working without lights. They let Dave turn the lights on. Okay, here we are. Adoption of a resolution. Uh, we go on. I-7. Denying the appeals filed by Edwin and uh, behalf of the Hotel Association. And Raj on behalf of Jiva MCE. I think it was the other weed, or excuse me, the uh, marijuana distributor. And what this is is the old Sir James, and uh, they're going to go. Uh, they're going to. They're going to renovate it. It's not going to be a restaurant anymore. Uh, you will have a selection, and it will make you hungry potentially, uh, but you're not going to get served there. It's no. It's a wheat. It's a, a marijuana dispensary. So uh, anyway, they're going to. Uh, they're going to go from Sir James to uh, Hey, dude, uh, come on in. That's going to be. Uh, there was a lot of back and forth. They uh, brought out Jim Saunders. Uh, former Merced City Councilman, dressed all in black. He was ready to go, man. He was like, "Hey, there's no uh, handicap, ha- uh, you know, handicap uh, sidewalks. You know, the curb cuts on the corners. You know, these guys are going to be uh, stumbling around, hurting themselves." The Motel Association they didn't want it down there because they were like, "Hey, it's going to kind of bring down the area." You know, uh, 
that area. You know, that I'm not so much worried over there on 16th and V. I don't know. Maybe the hookers. I don't know. Anyway, so <clears throat> the uh, both appeals were denied. And the uh, the applicant he's gonna he's gonna go in there and he's promised a uh, a really nice uh, nice uh, I think it's called culture and I guess there's no uh, I've never been into these just I have no idea how they work but it's a new way of uh, a new way of uh, introducing you to the product and making it streamlined not so invasive with the questions you know what do you got a little sleep uh, deprivation there you're lower back pain this seems the only way to help none of that you know it's just to get you in get you out and you look at the tax dollars they're going to commit uh, to the area over and above what they have to do you know they hold these weed companies up it's almost like an armed robbery you know the dealer's there he's trying to sell his dope you know the guy you know he, uh, he has the suitcase full of money and he pulls out a gun hey i'm gonna take it all so they go in and they uh, they hold them up for extra taxes, extra. And when I say they, the uh, the city or the county or whoever the jurisdiction is, the state, one of the most heavily taxed regulated industries. And you see the agreements being redrawn in Atwater with the existing dispensaries they have and uh, future ones here in the city of Merced, asking more to apply more than the five that uh, we have uh, permitted. Some people say, hey, let the gates open. Let the uh, the uh, private market uh, determine the number. Kind of like kind of like we do alcohol sales in this town. No no, no uh, shortage of that. So anyway, the weed business, or the uh, distributor, what do we want to call this, uh, dispensary. Going over there where the old Sir James was, I, I thought one of the interesting arguments about this, or letting it go, uh, go ahead, was, uh, hey, if it turns into a bar, because if they didn't allow the uh, the marijuana uh, and its products uh, to be sold, the gummies, the uh, you know I don't know whatever. Again, have no. Uh, they they uh, they said it will probably turn into a bar, and a bar you know stays open one thirty two. You know people trying to find their way out of the lot, going through the neighborhood uh, potential potentially. Not saying all bar. Uh, you know maybe a little impairment, maybe uh, you know I don't know seeing double or triple. Anyway, so they uh, they said you know look at the alternative. And this is a new America. This is a new Merced. This is a, a, a college town. This is a university town. Hey, wake up. Come on. Smell the marijuana. I was looking on Facebook, and this one guy was like, you know, it smells like skunks in my neighborhood. And where do you think they come from? <laughs> it's not skunks, brother. It's, uh, it's the guy across the fence. But, you know, again, it's a new world. And so it looks like this is on its way to becoming uh, a reality over there on that side of town. Which is, uh, again, kind of unusual. They're talking about going into the city center. Really kind of like they did with the food trucks. Just, you know, open it up. Come on, bring it on in. And uh, I don't know. I guess it's legal. Here in California. Uh, there's going to be a public hearing. A couple of public hearings. Annexation uh, into the community facility district. Some portion of a street over there on Coffee Road. Kind of boring. I don't know. I don't see too much in there. Besides, we're getting to the end of this segment. And then uh, it's going to be uh, the HUD 2023 Annual Action Plan. Oh, here's a good one I'd like to take a minute on. Uh, utility Bill Relief Program. This is a report uh, item K1, just for those folks following along. Report on the implementation of the City Council adoption of the American Rescue Plan Act, ARPA. Remember that. The, street the Strategic Investment Plan. Uh, seeking direction on the program elements. For the stimulus program, and I love when the city has a stimulus program. I'll never forget the gift card. I think we still have a 
million dollars left on that account. Uh, and I'm teasing. It's not quite that much. But uh, they've, they've got a lot of money over there. They uh, originally had uh, $27,427,000. And they have $5 million left. And it's burning a hole in their pocket. They don't know what to do with it. Uh, they want some direction from the council coming up. And just a couple of items that have been used, just so you know that it went to good deals. Uh, affordable housing, they allocated $6.5 million. Guess what? It all went to affordable housing. The balance is zero. Zero. No, nada. No more. No mas. The next item, uh, still a lot of money left. That's water. $2.5 million. Now, I don't know. You know, water is kind of a broad subject, and $2.5 million bucks is a lot of money. I know they had utility bill relief. Anyway, uh, no money has been spent. It says here, seeking uh, direction. Well, uh, $2.5 million bucks. Hey, ask me. Broadband, uh, $2.65 million. They've spent a million one fifty. They have a million five left. This is to get broadband into people's homes. You know, during uh, the COVID, uh, helping Merced County study, study actively evaluating grant opportunities. Because, uh, you know, you can only get broadband so far. Hey, we got to get out of this segment. You believe the time. Ichiwawa. Anyway, I'll go through some of the uh, the money left in the kitty. Make sure you turn in that gift card, gift bar. Remember gift bar? I still get junk mail from them on my uh, spam feed. Hey, my name's Casey Steed, the voice of your Valley Merced, uh, Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYLS. We'll be right back. Says to me, get a job. How many people have told me that? Get a job, get a real job. What are you doing there? It's just the way it is, man. I hope they never change. Gonna do it without you uh, every single Saturday here on these airwaves. My name, let me put this on pause. Where's Luna's staff when you need them? My name's Casey Steed, the voice. Of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Hey, two in the can, one to go, and then the bonus half hour. We're we're scrambling here. I think I'm ahead of the game. I'm looking at the old clock on the wall. I think I can I think I can make it. It's hard to believe. Hey, uh, here it is, uh, April 29th, 2023. Oh, I got to record this segment. Yeah, you know, your math case. Hee, gee, wabba. Well, we'll hurry. April 29th, 2023. It's almost May, my friends, and uh, that's the fifth month because I counted the number of pages I've already pinned up here, and it's five months in, and uh, we got, I'll tell you what, it is closely approaching uh, the election day in 2024. Well, you know, that's going to be in March. No, no, it's not June. No, not like this year or last year, whenever it was. When did we last have an election? Twenty. I want to forget so bad. No, anyway, uh, 2024 is going to be in March. March 4th, March something, whatever the first Tuesday is. 
and it's going to be a lot of big deals. Uh, Measure C, we talked a little bit about that in the 6 a.m. hour. That's right, original content, 6 a.m. is hard to believe. Got up early today. And we talked about how important that's going to be. Well, there's going to be a lot of other issues on the ballot. Uh, we talked a little bit about the uh, passage of Measure C, hopefully with 50 votes, uh, 50% of the vote, plus one is all you need. There may be some legislation on the ballot, uh, possibly in November, the general election. This is uh, what we would call the primary. Hopefully we'll put this to bed. In the general election, there will be a maybe a, prop, a proposition, prostitution, maybe a proposition on prostitution. No, a proposition on increasing that threshold on any special levies, taxes, this sort of thing, sales tax increase to a majority, super majority, two thirds, two thirds. And don't even get me started on math with that. It's like 66.60. I just say 67%. But let me tell you, when it's close, people start parsing even that. Uh, so hopefully we don't have that threshold to overcome, even though I am very confident that it could be overcome, looking at what happened in Atwater with their Measure B. We are promoting this here in the city of uh, Mercy as Measure C, with Merced in letters and the C kind of uh, bolded, sticking out at you, saying, hey, vote for me. And we'll let you know what number it is. Uh, let's go back to the Merced City Council meeting. So many things to cover in the brief time that we have left. And one of them is uh, how do you spend the ARPA money? How do you spend all that cheese, all that love that came from the federal government? Remember the heady days, my friends? Let's go back. Unemployment. Remember that. 600. Was it 600 or 650? They gave you uh, six large a week. Extra, extra, over and above uh, whatever the you know the the normal the nor- and it was a pittance. I agree. I mean, I'm not saying it's something to live on. I mean, you, you're supposed to go out and get a job. But uh, for those that were uh, hard because of the COVID, you know, my God, people dying left and right, their bodies in the street. How could I drive to work? Uh, they were giving you six hundred dollars a week for uh, what was it? A uh, year and a half, two years. I mean, it was it was like never ended. You talk about uh, withdrawal, man. You talk about no heroin, no what, no more. There's no more, no mas. And then they had, uh, well, they had him. They had uh, what the, the for the employers. Our employer took advantage of it. Why not? You got a lot of people like me. He's got to keep on the payroll. You know, it's like, hey, I could get a little help. Why not? And people thought they were going to have to pay that back. Remember the uh, employment? Uh, I forget what they call it. There was a name. Anyway. Thought they were going to have to pay that back. And then, you know, about mm, two-thirds of the way through, eh, don't worry about it. So that was some free cheese. And then the, uh, well, literally free cheese with the uh, snap. I think there was a little little extra spiff they were giving folks every month, uh, $70, $80. I uh, can only imagine that was uh, very well received and, and used. But they're, uh, you know, it's ended. It's ending. But not at the city of Merced because they have money. There was... Man, it's hard to read. You ever read a check sometimes wrong? Anyway, they've spent out of that $27,400,000, they've spent $25,000,000. That's a lot of money. A lot of money, my friends. And so they are looking at ways they can uh, spend the rest of it. And they're going to talk about that at the Merced City Council meeting Monday night.
It's going to be a big, big discussion, a lot of things going on. I want to now take a little break and play uh, a snippet of, a, of an Atwater City Council meeting talking about a fixture of the community that had a restaurant here in town. Everybody knows about it. Granny's Pantry over there in Atwater. I went there every Saturday after the show. Took Aurora Barbosa for many years. I've uh, Roger and I and his wife, his lovely wife, Chichi and I would uh, break bread over there. And again, I want to just spend a moment uh, reflecting on Jean Iris Kirby. She was the owner of Granny's Pantry. She did not start Granny's Pantry. She started working there, eventually bought it, and I think everybody knew her as Granny. She was uh, quite an individual, a feisty soul. She had a spirit like no other. Uh, if she really liked you, she'd kid you and tease you and uh, really wouldn't hold back. It was, it was refreshing. Uh, some people didn't know how to react to it. I thought it was really neat. Anyway, I'd like to just play a little bit of some of the comments by uh, the city council. Uh, gave some, uh, you know, reverence to to Gene, also Councilman Kale, a former mayoral candidate there in Atwater, also Brian Raymond, and then Pastor Rich Miller from First Baptist Church, who officiated at her services, and it was just absolutely wonderful. Let me uh, play that for you right now. All right, we're going to start with ceremonial matters. I uh, have Councilman uh, Raymond. Well, let's just go ahead and do it now. Um, <clears throat> it is with uh, great sadness that we acknowledge the passing of Jean Kirby, a beloved member of the Atwater community and the owner of Granny's Pantry. <clears throat> Jean will always be remembered for her warm smile, kind heart, and dedication to her customers. And if you were really close, the wit that she would fire off at you. Uh, for many years, Jean was the heart and soul of Granny's Pantry, who's now been taken over by her daughter, Jackie, and son-in-law, Don. A local treasure that served as a gathering place for friends, neighbors, and visitors alike. She took great pride in offering a wide selection of breakfast sandwiches and other delicious meals, all made with love and served with a smile. And when you left, you left smelling like Granny's. Jean's commitment to her craft and customers was evident in every aspect of Granny's pantry, from the quality of the food to the welcoming atmosphere she created. Her passion for serving her customers was infectious, and her willingness to share her knowledge and expertise with others was an inspiration to all who knew her. As we reflect on Jean's life and legacy, we are reminded of the profound impact she had on our community. She touched the lives of countless individuals with her kindness, generosity, and unwavering commitment to making our community a better place. We offer our deepest condolences to Jean's family and friends during this difficult time, and we are grateful for the many ways in which she enriched our lives. Jean Kirby will be greatly missed but her memory will live on in the hearts of those who knew and loved her and in the delicious meals and warm memories she created at Granny's Pantry. Jean, I know today you're with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you're reunited with Ken, which is what you've always wanted. Rest easy in the arms of the Lord. We love you. Amen. Thank you, Brian.
remaining minute that I have left, I just want to read a verse. Revelation 21, uh, 4 says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And I know we did the adjournment at the beginning to help spare Jackie from having to stay through the whole meeting and wait to hear the adjournment at the end. Uh, I just want to share real quickly that I believe the Bible. I believe in heaven. I believe that uh, Gene is with the Lord Jesus Christ this evening. And I had the opportunity a week and a half ago almost to sit at her bedside and to show her from the scriptures how to receive Christ as her Savior. And uh, I remember I was holding the Bible up and I was reading the verses to her. And she says, Dia, do you need a light? And I said, no, I, I can see the verses fine. She, I said, I'm showing you that this is what the Bible says so you don't believe me. You understand this is what the Bible says. I don't want you to believe me. And she goes, it's okay, dear. I don't believe you. And I said, okay, I'm glad we got that out of the way. And at the end, she prayed and received Christ. So uh, she's with the Lord tonight. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> oh, gosh. We'll start with Mr. Kale. The last thing I want to say is that Today, Brian talked about uh, us losing King Kirby. I lost a good friend today. I uh, would have breakfast with her every Wednesday that I was here in town. And I will miss her greatly. I'm so glad that we honored her to be a, a grand marshal for the Christmas parade. And I respect the fact that she was not a citizen, but she truly believed and loved the city of Atwater. And in England, they say, God saved the queen. Tonight, I say, God, meet the queen. Meet the queen of Atwater. Rest in peace, queen. We'll miss you. Well said, John. Watch. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley.
Stick with us through the break if you want to listen to the bonus half hour. Got some interesting uh, oratory from the Atwater City Council about some. Actually, the county of Merced. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Put it on. 